Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. And then, I swear, I just sat there and finished the entire bottle of wine by myself. Really? The yeah. whole bottle of the wine? The whole bottle of wine by myself. What was it? Like a rosé pino? pino? Uh, uh, no, no pino. It has a little too bitter for me. Uh, it was rosé, I think, okay. is what it was. It was nice. I, I can tell you, I love Olive Garden. Yeah, those wine deals you can get at Olive Garden are pretty good. Yeah, $15 a bottle. I just stayed at home and had caviar and crackers ah, all night. Man. And then I Classy. had... Yeah. yeah, and then when I decided to go out, I, I was... I, I had a... Uh, a driver for me, mm-hmm. honestly, waiting in my waiting in my parking in my in my, in my driveway. It's it's frustrating. I've been thinking about getting one of those. It's frustrating though because I've also got a driver and they, they never park the Tesla exactly how I I want it yeah. to be parked. But you know that's that's besides the point. We've yeah. got a lot of stuff to get to today, anyways. Real serious is, topics. Yeah, this is part two of for those who need to know. So welcome back. Last week we tried to get through everything. Well, not everything. We know we're not going to talk about all the topics that we have because, like we said last week, we've got a wheel spin and a dice roll that is determining mm-hmm. what topics we discuss. I mean, could we really talk about everything, though? I don't How long think would so. it take to talk about everything? Well, considering that we only got through, what, seven? The first episode, and it took us around 40 minutes. So Listen, if we, we, we would be here for a couple of days. Yeah. We really didn't even discuss those things really the meat that they deserve. Oh, right. Well, we, we were just an hors d'oeuvre. You gotta, yes. you gotta think about. It. We've been doing all you need to know for like two and a half, almost three years now. Uh, three actually, year- four years. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, over four years. You guys have almost wow. attacked every subject in, well, that exists. You would think so, no, but then every time close. we find a new one, it's like, man, it's not, not even, even close. not even like scratching the surface. So what you're not saying not. is you're just beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Once we get to around episode 1,000, we're, yeah. we're around the 180s at the moment. So yeah. once we get to the 1,000 mark, then we might be like, okay, we're almost really scratching the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, we almost did. Yeah. But now, but hey, the fans I don't want know, us back. did you tell Ed about the news from a couple of weeks ago? Our new album? Well, the new album's going to be huge. Well, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's Well, it's, I say it's going to be huge. I, all the songs are already out. No, I was talking about our, we're like... Or up oh, there, yeah. India. Ed, I don't know if you heard about this. Oh, and I would huge have to, news! I would have to pull up the email real quick. I'd because, love to see it. Um, this is this is legitimate. Yeah. Um, I can't. While you're looking for the email, for those who inquired, I'll, I'll tease it for a split second. It's only existed in 50 episodes, but it is a kernel from where Neil Bradley, voice of the Murray State Racers, and myself oh, have been. We, we velvet voice, mm. just amazing calls. Um, he is hilarious. Um, yeah. We talk a lot about racer athletics, but we talk about a lot of different things too. I've been able to have a few other guests uh, intermingled in between everything. I was lucky to have Berlin Brower from a Kraken County boys basketball before yeah. they went to the state tournament. Talk to Aaron Beth before the girls, Marshall County girls, oh, went to the state tournament. What a run. Mm. What a run. I uh, had Jay Nimmo before he won his state title. Yeah. I've got a few others uh, in, in the bag that I think maybe later on this summer I'll... I'll, I'll explore yeah but uh neil and i have actually been doing a weekly show for five years wow and we just branded it as for those who inquired um about eight months ago you and neil ever want to fight yeah because and and not a bad way but like politically speaking and who knows that's one of the subjects we might roll into maybe it's totally possible um 
you know, from a political standpoint, Neil and I are on different spectrums. But yeah. I would always, say that we DJ, always discuss it. DJ and I are probably considered on different spectrums as well. Yeah, we well, definitely discuss. But well, I would say that out of the hundred over the hundred and seventy episodes that we've done, how many yeah. times have we fist fought in the parking lot after? Um, Fifty. Yeah, I was going to say 40, 50. 40, 50, yeah. Well, wait a second. 40 out of 180, that's less than 25%. It's, oh, yeah. It's no. really not that bad. Yeah, it's not bad. But, but every now and then, I just want to beat the hell out of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look at it. I mean, look I mean, really, face. we all have punchable faces. Yeah, you yeah, can't, true. You can't I mean, look you at drink wine. I, you parked a Tesla, yeah. and I ate caviar. Yeah, you're we, asking for... We automatically yeah. have punchable faces. And, and talking of, you know, getting back to how good we're doing, let me go ahead and read this email, right? Yeah, I'd love uh, to hear it. Carlos sent us an email. Who is Carlos? I don't know. Hello, he Carlos. He's about to be our new producer. But he said, hope all is well. He says, I have some cool information that might interest you. All you need to know has good performance in Apple podcast rankings for the last 30 days. Position 84 in the category comedy, comedy in the country of India. We are the 84th ranked comedy podcast in India. in India. That's incredible. How about that? So we've we've tried to figure out where it's legit. Know, yeah, that's what it said. And, and in what region our fans are in India, we're hoping well, to take wait a, trip a second. <laughs> that would be incredible. Nigerian princes offer me money all the time, and this princesses. Is, this is nothing like that. He Carlos only wanted our social security numbers. He didn't ask for any. Ah, okay. So. Okay. Okay. But let's go ahead and get into. The, the wheel spinning and the dice rolling. Yeah, today. because we have so many other subjects. I, I want to get to as many as we can today because we didn't get to as many as I wanted to in the part one of this, of right, this right. for those who need to know, mm. podcast we, crossover event. We opened with a wheel spin the first time. Are we opening with a dice roll this time? Let's, you know what? That's good. Let's go ahead and open it up with a dice roll and see which topic. We've got you know over 50 to 100 topics available the dice and the wheel are deciding what we talk about. So this is, whatever... This is, this is our fate. Ed, you're the dice uh, man. Roll them and let's see what we're going to talk about. Mm. It oh, does yeah. sound good, doesn't it? Oh, it man, it sounds really good. delightful. Do you, guys, do you guys want to play Dungeons & Dragons after this? We've got enough Chills. dice, too. We do. Actually, I, I brought just enough for it. Oh, seven squared cube plus 98 hypotenuse... Yeah. Um, oh, gotta, I love a hypotenuse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everybody loves a good hypotenuse. Gas prices. Mm. Man. I don't know if everybody loves the gas prices right now, though. Too hot. The gas prices Way too are hot. too damn hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if I could throw that one out there. I said it. Okay, yeah. You, I like hey, it. I follow your lead. You mm -hmm. know this. So, that's a reference to Adam Redfern last week. Is that what that is? Yes. That was absolutely terrific. I just want to go ahead and tease that again. Where he literally was talking about Independence Day. Yes, he's exactly right. I can't ref I can't argue with him. Even though I love history and I'd love to go into the nuance of why we created a country, he is factually not wrong. We left the British colonies, created our own nation because of taxation, because of not taxes. representation. Yes, it's, he's not the wrong. Taxes were too damn high. Too and damn so high. We went and made our own damn country. And we made our own damn taxes too. Yeah. High. <laughs> and now the taxes are even higher. And we throw parties with, I, you know what? I'm gonna say it. We throw parties with bush light and fireworks. Mm. That's how you throw that a Fourth the, of July. Really, really probably doesn't parties. need to be in that order. No. Well, but that's that's, what, that's the most the fun order. Light. It is a fun order until somebody gets hurt. Ah, but you know what? Damage with some Roman. You candles. know what's not fun though is whenever gas prices go up and people tend to get upset about that. Ed. I, yeah. So and, and DJ, obviously, I want you to, to clamber in this as well. I think for me, everybody likes to always say, "Well, every time Democrats and president, 
and uh, you know, for whatever sensible sentence they say about it, that that gas prices go up. And I think historically, eh, that probably trends based on policy. That's probably a fair Mm -hmm. assumption to make. The frustrating part about it for me, at least this time around, is we don't really have a great base. Gas prices were so low during the coronavirus because there was such a surplus because we were not traveling. Yeah. Now gas prices are higher because of marketability. You not only which I say that gas prices are actually lower in Western Kentucky than they are uh, and the national average. Mm-hmm. I, as a matter of fact, I believe in Benton right now you can get it for about two seventy five mm-hmm. as we you know approach the holidays. So it's one of those situations where for me, I don't necessarily like the politicization. politicization politicizing yeah Yeah. the politicizing Politicizing. of gas prices but i understand why it naturally happens Mm -hmm. it's just people think presidents have control of gas prices yeah and i just like there's just a little ticker on the president's desk yeah Yeah, i don't know over that little yeah yeah, like a little like a little audio bar yeah i don't i why i'm not worried honestly i don't care why it happens, or if, if it is one or two people, or if it's a bunch of people, or circumstance, whatever it is. I've got a 2016 Nissan Altima. It should not cost me $45 to fill up my car. Mm. So, I've got a... Well, I mean, I mean, it's a car. It's supposed to get good gas mileage. Like, and I, it's I, I wish half I a could, century mark almost every time I want to fill up my car. I wish I could you know, jump in on this conversation, but like I talked about earlier, my Tesla is electric, so I don't really have to worry that's about true. it. That's true. Yeah, you don't, actually. Yeah. And really, that's the end game. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a lot of people that are we're arguing. There, right? Yeah, we're getting there. It so takes more time. What we'll happens there. then? What happens when, like, all right, listen, most well, just, cars are electric. You want to know what it's like? Is how we talked about in the last episode about Big Milk. Then you're going to have big gas and big oil being like, hey, what happened? I thought we had this all settled out. Yeah. So yeah, I thought, we, I thought we were the ones. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we control. We have the embargo. Look at the 70s. So you just, think, just, just like the fall of Big Mel. Yeah. I think... I, that's a great Star reference, Wars reference, by the way. Great Star Wars reference. I think the frustrating thing for me is that... And this is obviously before all the times, way in the dark ages, the 1970s. Um... Uh, Gas prices during the oil embargo were as high as they've ever been, maybe ever, just based on what minimum wage was at that point. Like my, I've heard my mom even talk about how they ran like a trash route to make extra money so yeah. that they could put gas in the truck that they ran for the trash route. Like it was just wild. <laughs> yeah. Like this circle of death that they were trying to like, oh, how are we going to get gas? We'll run a trash route. Well, how do we put gas in the truck? Well, we gotta just, we'll just get more trash. Yeah. And then run, run to more people's houses. Like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Cause then you, but it was like, at some point, there was like a net gain in that trash route that they ran. I completely have digressed, but I'm going back to the fact that even when oil embargo prices, people just need to remember like where we are um, from a cost of living standpoint in the United States. Uh, the national average for... for, 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 for uh, basic living wages, so to speak, minimum wage, you're looking at a situation where it's still affordable. Yeah, it's obviously 90 cents higher than it was a year ago when we couldn't go to groceries. And and people Uh, complain about it, right? Yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen someone come up and be like, oh, $3 a gallon, and then just leave. Like, you have to have it. Right, you got to buy it. it. It's like stamps. I don't understand yeah. why we complain about stamps. Like, I can tell you, I don't think I've ever bought stamps ever in my life. They just show up. And it goes like up. Like those strawberry candies at your and grandma's house. And I can't house. remember, there was some, I won't take credit, 
Right. I won't take credit for Those candies for aren't that bad, actually. They're really good. But there was some uh, comedy bit by, that somebody did, and it was about... like Somebody, stand, did, like, somebody dad or somebody, somebody did? did. Oh. Somebody did a comedy bit. A, okay. A, Comic or I thought comedian. You said a comedy bit by somebody dead. No, no. <laughs> I, was, I was like, all right. But the whole point of them. it was like <laughs> the way that older people talk about, like, golly, stamps went up again. You gotta be kidding me. It's yeah. like, oh, God, stamps must be expensive. Like, what? Are and you go and it's like a dollar fifty. Fifty one cents. Yeah, it's like, well, I mean, I don't even know what it is. It's it, not a dollar fifty. It's, it's yeah. stamps are fifty. I think they're fifty one cents. Like yeah. fifty. So fifty one cents for not stamps for a single for a sing, single stamp. Yeah. So the book. Is, and how often are people really mailing stuff out? Unless you're mailing stuff from a business. Anyway. Just email. Just use email. Yeah. But there are that that older demographic that is like Ed said, yelling about gas prices oh, yeah. and stamps, and then still sending the price of bread. Yeah. Milks. The oh, prices easy, of milk. We already talked about uh, milk. Yeah, I'm that. just saying, like everybody likes to gauge the let's economy. Let's go ahead and spin the wheel. I think, I think it's time. We talked about gas prices. Yeah, that was good. but that's what I'm saying. Everybody gauges price. Do we even have enough gas? Can we afford the gas to power the wheel? I don't. Know. It is a gas-powered wheel, which is well, not a great idea. Make you think it's a gas-powered wheel. It's very I quiet. I had Taco Bell for lunch today. Very, I don't know what you just said, but let's go ahead and. Spin I had Taco the Bell for lunch. Okay. So I'm gassy. So it's gas powered. All right. What do we got here? Making a mess of my britches, Quinn. Uh, the topic for this wheel spin is what is the best Jolly Rancher flavor? Water- watermelon. You take watermelon? Yes. I'm the blue raspberry guy. I've got three that I cycle through. There, there's no bad choices in my there's, opinion. So, so watermelon's a really good one. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not necessarily like an artificial watermelon guy. Oh, but I love, it's I good. love good yeah. It's good. It's really good. And and you said you said blue raspberry? I did. They introduced that one later. The really? original Jolly Rancher did not have blue raspberry. Ah. I swear it. Oh, that was a move then. Yeah, power move. Yeah. And it worked. Mm. I what would were have the this, originals. So, uh, oh, that's oh, oh. red. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it had, it, I, I went to reach for my cellular device. Cherry. To that. I don't know. Sour apple. What are all the flavors? Cherry, sour apple, blue raspberry, watermelon. Is that it? Pineapple's one, and that's what I've I was, never had a pineapple. It's chocolate. fabulous, really. Pineapple and uh, apple and the green apple are my two favorite. I really like sure. sour the, the green. And apple. I'll since we're getting close to the Olympics here, I'll give a bronze medal. No, 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 no. To the grape. The oh, grape. Uh, the grape, the grape is sneaky. See, so the way that you Sneak said good. you didn't really like uh, artificial flavors of watermelon stuff. Yeah. I'm like that with grape because I feel like a lot of it tastes like. A great medicine, like a cough medicine type thing. Oh man, just but give, great give me a cup of Dimetap. I love it. <laughs> Put it on ice. Some Delsum, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sip on some Delsum. Oh my god, great Delsum. So it's amazing that you brought that up. I had a nasty cold this Christmas, and I got my wife always got me the orange Delsum, and I was like, God, do you just not give? You don't care about yes. me at all. Yeah. Uh, knowing this, she got me the medicine. Of course, she cared about me. But I was like, Honey, if you really care about me. Give me the grape delsum. Mm. Sure enough, grape delsum is now the decongestant of choice. That's yes. right. We've digressed. Yeah. Back to our back to our Jolly Rancher I think, discussion. Yeah, grape grape is a sneaky one. The grape a grape Jolly Rancher is one that like yeah I'll take that grape. But yeah, you no, don't say no to it. Right. I don't say no to any Jolly Rancher. No. Is there a bad? Maybe that's the better question. Is there a bad Jolly Rancher? My, my least tough. favorite Jolly Rancher is cherry. Really? Yeah. Yes. See, I love a good cherry. I'm the same it's, way. Just, it's just a little too much for me. I would if I had to. It's pick, not subtle. No. If I had to pick a least favorite, I guess it would have to be great, but I still love the great. 
And this is, I don't even need to say this, but I thought about it, so now I'll say it out loud. That's what I usually do. And that's how we work. That's how it works. That's here, a podcast. All you need to know. Yeah, that's a podcast. For some reason, whenever I am, and as one does, sucking on a Jolly Rancher. Why did you have as to I, say it like as that? I get, as I get towards the, the way you enunciate, yeah. Why? As I get sucking, as I get to the end of the Jolly Rancher's duration, <laughs> which <laughs> the way that I've approached this just it does That's make awful. it awful. It does make it sound interesting, oh. but because it's getting titillating, because it's getting smaller, I will like take the top and the bottom of the Jolly Rancher and then like. Crunch it down bend it. and bend it. Well, if yes. you don't, you get stabbed in the tongue. Yes. Well, nobody wants that. The bending of the Jolly Rancher, is that something that other people do? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I, especially because it's so malleable at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just becomes like a bendy, like a straw almost. And I just apologize. It melts for, in your mouth. I apologize for my phrasing. And there's another example. Hey, of no, it's just, you, it, you kick that off, I can run with it. You, yeah, yeah you brought in the five senses. I was, yeah. I, you took me. To your Jolly Rancher experience. Yeah, and I don't want to like, go back. I felt like I was having a Jolly Rancher, and I don't have a Jolly Rancher. Right? I don't. Uh, I thought maybe you were going to say you felt like you were a Jolly Rancher. No. Oh. I, I don't. Whatever experience you were having with your Jolly Ranchers, I don't want to be a part of. And yeah. I don't want to be a part of this conversation anymore, so let's go ahead and go to a <laughs> dice roll. Yeah. Oh, it's time man. for a dice roll to move on. One final thing as we col- collect the dice here that we're trying to. Mathematically determine our. See what we got. I will say that a Jolly Rancher, guys, is a fine addition to an alcoholic beverage. Ooh. You can use it in a pooch. Ah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a move right there. It's a power move when you're in a pitch. Yeah. You can let Throw it soak it all night. Oh. All right. Big money, big money. Okay. We've got an 80. We've got a 12. We've got a 5. Looks like. Mm. Oh. Canadian bacon. Oh, I, yeah. I don't think this is a hard question. Are, are you sure? Oh, well, now, now it's I'm, a tough I'm, question. All right. So the question that is before us, fate has brought us: mm-hmm. Canadian bacon or pepperoni? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And is that just in general or a pizza I, topping? I, I think I, I, go. I think it's a general. It's a great. Either one of them are great pizza toppings. But I, I was think thinking general. Pizza. I was thinking pizza topping. I don't know that I've ever had Canadian well, bacon by itself. Let's break it down. Let's I love ha- Canadian bacon. Let's have it as a pizza topping, and then you can have it in other ways. Hey, what's? Can I just first off before we dive into this? Why? What is Canadian bacon, and why is it different than American bacon? Well, I thought you were going to say why is it different than ham because it's very similar to ham, but it's not ham. It's Canadian bacon, and that's right. the difference. And what? Like, is it really Canadian? Like, are people like? Or, like, if you go with with pizza toppings, are people at Domino's and Papa John's, when they put Canadian bacon on their pizzas, when they get that shipment in, is that shipment coming from Canada? Is there a shipment of Canadian bacon coming from Canada? That's a good question. So, I hate to... I know we don't like to use Google. Why would we bring facts into our discussion? No. But I think it's for this one special occasion we can discuss Canadian bacon. Yeah. Canadian bacon is officially back bacon. It is a cut of bacon that includes the pork loin from the back of a pig. Mm-hmm. It may also include the portion of pork belly in the same cut. Oh it God. is much leaner than side bacon and is made only from the pork belly. Back bacon is derived from the same cut used for pork chops. I my mouth my whole mouth just filled with saliva. Almost and, like when you eat a Jolly Rancher. Almost like when you eat a Jolly Rancher. And I'm just thinking, you know, as Canadians, I think that they. You know, the Canadian people hold on to probably three things that they're very proud of. Mm-hmm. Maple syrup. Well, four, four things. things. Four things then. Maple syrup. Wow. Justin Bieber. 
Tim Hortons and Canadian Bacon. I do. Say, I will say Tim Hortons coffee is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just not okay. a man. It's a Canadian culture, DJ. So, if you didn't know what Tim Hortons was. I got. I wish I. I wish I could dive more into it. So, so I, I want to. We still haven't gotten the question. Do we choose Canadian Bacon or pepperoni? The one thing that I will say: Canadian Bacon by itself, just in a breakfast, or like I maybe, love it. maybe on an English muffin with mm-hmm. like uh, with like uh, eggs Benedict, yeah, is terrific. But I will say. I don't know. I think it's a superior topping to pepperoni on Never. a pizza. It's hard to compare them against one another if you're not talking about pizza toppings. Because, of course, right. like Canadian bacon I associate with breakfast. Pepperoni I associate with a pizza or some sort of Italian sandwich. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. I've never had Canadian bacon by itself that I know of that I can recall. Um, so the only way that I can go about this is pizza. And I refuse to pick between the two. I'm always going to have both. Okay. So like 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 like, 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 like the meat lovers. Yeah. Now, if I had to choose, yes, like the, del- like the meat is, lovers. What is the commercial? The Del Taco, or, or I don't know if it's Del Taco, but it's that right. whatever. And, and the little girl says, "Why not both?" Because they're That's trying right. to figure out if they're right. not why, hard shell or why something. should I have to yeah, choose between the two? Both? Now, if for some reason I'm having to choose between the two, of I've got a pizza and I can only have pepperoni or only Canadian bacon, I'm probably right. going to go pepperoni. Yeah, man, and that's one of the questions that's on our spin spinner. We may not even get to what's better, soft shell or hard shell tacos. Yeah, mm. I hope we get to that one, but maybe we won't. Thin crust, thick crust pizza. Depends. All right, got an oh. answer for you there. Thin yeah. crust is trash. I agree. <laughs> I think you, I like a doughy crust, uh, but it's it makes you feel a little bit better when you eat a whole thin crust pizza. I can say that. I don't care. If What's I want if I want tomato on a cracker, I'll put tomato on a cracker. That's a good point. It does taste like tomato on a cracker. These are right, these are these are questions that this I'm telling you the spinner and the yeah. dice limitless possibilities. It's like shaking a magic eight ball, except it's like a magic infinity ball. Yeah. Well, people don't understand how many topics we have on the wheel, and you know we we have this very interesting calculation system whenever we do roll the dice. And I, I'm sure that if you listen to the first part and you're listening to the second part now, Ed is doing math like nobody's business it's to try to figure out it's impressive. which one we're supposed to talk about. I mean, I've been taking derivatives. Yeah. It's impossible. And you don't even have a calculator. It's no. no. So that's a Trig County education finally coming through. <laughs> that's, that's, that's very proud Trig County ed- education right here. I mean, for people from Trig County should be very proud of Ed Marlowe doing, <laughs> doing all of this math so quickly in his head. Well... Let's go ahead and give you a little bit of time off, though, because we're going to spin the wheel to see what we talk about next. I appreciate that. And and just to remind everyone, there is a section on the wheel that Mm -hmm. if it lands on, all of us get $500 apiece from our sponsor, uh, whom we will not name, but they are helping us out. So let's see what we get here on the wheel spin. Oh, money, 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 money. Oh, went right past the money. Jesus! That was so close. All right. I drove all the way here to make no money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? We we're still we got do a that every spins, week. probably. Yeah, we've been doing it for uh, four years. Yeah. Here we got news network party bias. Here we, this is this is oh, we don't touch on one much. We deep. don't talk a lot about politics. These are the ones where Quinn and I. Boo. Yeah, we talked. We, well, we we discussed global warming mm-hmm. in a past episode, and that was pretty political. Right. Yeah, that was um, just a few weeks ago. Yeah, but news network party bias. So I think. Because this is this is just something that you know we have we don't we didn't talk about or we mm-hmm. didn't really know we were going to discuss this today. But I'm assuming that's kind of pitting against one another, CNN and Fox News, right? Yeah, I'd say in maybe it's other, most, I'd maybe say it's most basic term. But I think the crazy thing about it for me is that CNN, when it first began, I believe in the early '80s, it was known as the Chicken Noodle Network. 
I mean, it's where you got your feet wet. I mean, mm-hmm. that's it went yeah. by it went by that reference because it didn't necessarily have a lot of clout, a lot of you know, it didn't a lot of backbone to it. They were still trying to build their brand base. Yeah. So it didn't matter which way they leaned, nobody took it seriously. I mean, that's that's pre even my date. You know, I was born in '85. Challenger exploded in '86, and so um, I, I still feel like maybe I've got a memory there of watching that on television. But I would have been like one and a half. I don't know. I, I don't. So news networks, from that perspective, you just have to re- reference history, and I think. You don't really you think about CBS News and you think about you know the the type of history that that CBS has built over you know since the invention of television, but the crazy thing is, really the term yellow journalism came out of like the Vietnam War, so I mean party bias I don't I don't necessarily know maybe you two guys have a little bit more in depth on this I don't necessarily know where party bias even came from when it started in television. Right. So surface level on this just, But it, it did start at some point. That's it, a, we, right. We don't know when it started. We don't. Yeah. But now there's clearly, there's clearly division, and you have people on one side of the aisle watching a certain news network yeah. that affirms their beliefs, and then, of course, the other side, vice versa. Well, and well, you've forgotten one news network and Newsmax now both exist, mm-hmm. too. And because of c- cable, they've now created somehow a different division within you know really i would almost say the republican party it's really interesting how like even those two networks have infuriated and inflamed specific party bases i I don't get it well i mean i understand the concept of like you don't want to sit and listen nobody really wants to sit and listen to somebody talk about stuff that they don't agree with the problem is... It's good get, for you if you do, though. Uh, right. But well, no, one do, no one does want to do that. Right. And a lot of times it comes from because of the way it's portrayed from the other side. So no matter what side you fall on, it just seems very opinionated and biased from the other side so much that you're like, screw that. I'm not I'm not listening to that. Mm. And I'll be honest with you, I don't listen to a lot of either side. Like I said, I don't have nearly enough knowledge to You didn't have to tell us that, yeah. ...on a whole lot of this stuff. <laughs> Which is why I stay out of a lot of political conversation. Right. I will say, I think my favorite portrayal of like different news networks comes when, in the movie Ted, when uh, Mark Wahlberg's character as a kid wishes the teddy bear alive, and mm-hmm. then it's alive, and now it's a big world news, whatever, and you've got, like, they show all these different clips of it being reported, and you've got, this one's that way, that one's that way, and then they get to the one who I can only assume is like a Fox News and it's the guy just going, look what Jesus did! Look what Jesus did! Look what Jesus did! <laughs> I mean, uh, I, my favorite portrayal of multiple networks has to be from Anchorman, obviously. Oh, yeah. When they all come on for the turf war. Yes. That's fabulous. And then, like, Will Smith shows up and still, yeah. Yeah, that was very well done. I, I mean, yeah. pa- parody aside, I, I mean, Quinn, your thoughts. I mean, obviously, you know, this is a situation where we're going to continue to have more networks created. I yes. Know, I mean, we have, we have, the sound is on. The signal doesn't stop. We've gone from a three to four channel cable society to a two hundred to three hundred to nine hundred channel cable society. Yeah. We have online. We have YouTube. We have everybody seems to have broadband. That's the next pitch. You know, that's the new information highway coming through America. I. Right, what are your thoughts about 
news bias. Well, and and like I mentioned earlier, DJ and I usually don't like to touch on politics yeah. whenever we're having an all you need to know episode. Like but technically, Peter this Griffin is, and the chicken going at. Yeah, it. this is a for those who need to know episode. So I guess we can break our rules that we usually have. I think that it would just be nice to have something that's news. That's yeah, just, that's my just tell me what's going it. on. Yeah. That's without, what I want. Without trying to make me believe one way or right. the other. This just, happened. Just yep. present the news and make sure that it's covered fully and it's covered accurately. Yep. And there's no sort of bias. And, well, I, I'm I'm against the news network party bias. And I am constantly, I'm trying to gather things from both sides. Yeah. But it would be nice. You know, AP News is, I guess, the best source that you can go to. Yeah. You've got a lot of people that are even mad at Reuters and AP News and, and mm-hmm. BBC. You know, and you think about those three wires and... And, and what they've become, I, I'm not even attacking them. I, I, what my dream, you know, once I was out of the newspaper business, I, I even, I looked at AP jobs for the last, you know, six months and they just were frozen. I just, yeah. they're just now opening back up and a lot of world networks are really trying to get back on that train of, oh, hey, well now we can travel again. Let's, let's start reporting nationally and internationally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say AP, Reuters, Wire services, McClatchy is another one, yeah. I would say, are all fairly strong, unbiased sources. But, I mean, but now you've got, you've got people that are angry, you, you know? know? You, you're not sure. People yeah. stay angry, though. People that's stay angry no yeah. matter what. And that's a good transition yeah. into, I think, the next topic. Because yeah. people are probably angry that we aren't shifting through these topics fast enough because we keep talking about how many we have yet we aren't in a rush to get to the next it's a dice roll. so it is a dice roll well, we just like, did a wheel spin. Hey, you know what nelson mandela once said move quickly but not in a hurry mm. yeah i think it was nelson mandela. was it well, then, was it nelson mandela michael scott yeah it might have been a nelson yeah. mandela michael scott mm. It's good. It's good. It's a good roll. Yeah, it's a good roll. We've got ourselves a. Let's see. I see a couple threes. I see it. Yeah, a couple threes, and there's a ninety-seven. Oh, that's huge. And and here's you know what happens when you hit a ninety-seven? Yes. Well, that's part of the equation for this question. Nicholas Cage's top three movies. Okay, I like this one. I mean, really? I mean, who's 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 a better actor than Nicholas Cage? Uh, I can't. There are many. Tom Hanks. Uh, well, we do love Tom Hanks. We love Tom Hanks. I love Tom Hanks. He's DiCaprio, such a good honestly, I'm is good. Tom Hanks better than Nick Cage though? Uh, the fact I understand what you're saying. Maybe Tom Hanks doesn't devote himself to the roles like like Nicholas Cage. It's does. not even the same roles though. Can, are they even That's equitable? True. I don't know that you can really compare the two. That's true. Could Nick Cage play Forrest Gump? Could Tom yes. Hanks be in Con Air? Mm. See, yeah. Mm. There's sometimes some roles are just built for different people. Is Con Air one of your favorite? I, would I would you say t- it's the top three. Two movies that I'm immediately going to mention are Con Air and The Rock, and it's because they both have uh, two of the greatest movie quotes of all time. Maybe not the greatest, most sound movies, but Con Air is "Don't touch the bunny." And it's just, and he says this to John Malkovich, and it's just, who's, you know, terrifying oh, in that I, movie. I love John Malkovich. John Malkovich is terrific. Yeah. Uh, we all forget just how, you know, that movie's got some scary moments in it. I mean, John Malkovich is very menacing. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely, definitely one of my top Nick Cage movies. And then, and then The Rock, um, he has the best quote where Sean Connery goes up to him and he's like, 
I'll do my best. And Sean Connery's like, losers always do their best. Winners go home and, you know, F the prom queen. <laughs> yeah. And then he literally, like, Nick Cage literally takes a gun and he goes, Carla was the prom queen. And it's just amazing. Like, and Carla, you know, being his wife that he was yes. trying to get back home to, you know, as they take over Alcatraz mm-hmm. and, you know, try to ride out this, like, neo-American, like, unit. I'm, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't seen this movie and now I'm going to have to. You haven't seen The Rock? Or Con Air. What? I've not seen a whole lot of Nicolas Cage movies. Well, what you what are you gonna add to it then? I was gonna add Gone in sixty seconds. Oh, I love that movie. Gone in sixty seconends is good. What an all star cast. Yeah, Angelina Giovanni Rubisi, absolutely unheralded in that movie. I I, I do love that movie. Um, and then the National Treasures. Two of mine are yeah. Two of mine are the National Treasure movies. National Treasure one and two. Oh, okay. so both of those making any top two? Oh, yeah. You I know, love those. actually, National Treasure playing in downtown Murray, uh, last couple of weeks, couple wow. weeks ago. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, in a big crowd, a lot of people were out there. Who wouldn't go to National Treasure? It's a, is it a National it, Treasure? Is National Treasure a National Treasure? I I tell you what, it's another it, subset of questions. Yeah. It, the the scene in Gone in 60 Seconds where they're getting ready to go out. Have you seen Gone in 60 Seconds? Mm-mm. Oh, you need to see Oh, Gone it's good. I like that we've all seen different Nicolas yeah. Cage yeah. movies. Uh, the Ghost Rider. Have you seen the Ghost, Ghost Rider? Ghost Rider, yeah, I've seen that. I, I, I actually haven't. Okay. So see, that's what I'm saying. This is fantastic. This is how good Nick Cage is. The, yeah, the very personal. My third favorite Nicolas Cage movie is the one that I've heard he's making where he's playing himself. Have you guys heard about that one? It's oh, not out no. yet. No. So he apparently this is in production or in the writing process or some early stage, but he's it's some sort of situation where Nicolas Cage plays himself in a movie and there's some sort of dire situation where he has to play himself in the movie in order to achieve some sort of thing. It's a classic Nicolas Cage setup, and I'm very excited to see it. I wish I had a little bit more information that on it, but so odd. as it comes out, Nicolas Cage will be playing himself in a movie about his life, I think. Is he going to steal the Declaration of Independence? You would have to think he does at some point. <laughs> right. But I or at least know. he's got it on file. Yes. Well. There is one other movie that I would like to mention, and I'm glad I, I did another cheat here. Just a slight cheat where I, I googled his uh, moviography, because his, his discography, his filmography, whatever mm. freaking word I was looking for. <laughs> that was it. His filmography... Obviously, multi-talented man. We all like different movies that he's been in that we all haven't seen. That's how busy Nick Cage has been. Uh, Lord of War. A lot more of a serious movie. Mm. He's a gun... He is a gun arms dealer. He's an arms dealer. Mm. Uh, But it's like guns, bombs, explosives. You know, he does a little bit of everything. Uh, Jared Leto's in it. Really? And Ethan Hawke is in it. It is fabulous. Hey, not that this matters. 2005. Did you know that Jared Leto is, like, well into his 40s? Wow, thank you for... You know, I'm 36. I, I'm just saying, like, you see Jared Leto, you're like, that guy's probably 30. 30. No, that's no, true. He's like 15 years older than he looks. Well, one of the topics that we could talk about... I'm 15 years is... older than I look. <laughs> Jared Leto is Joker, so hopefully we get to that. We've, yeah. only, got a, we've only got... That's right. That's we've right. got a little bit of time left, and with that, we all kind of named our top three, right? I, I had two. Gone in 60 Seconds and... Uh, National Treasure. National Treasure. I, I guess Ghost Rider. That was three. Ghost Rider. I had Con Air, uh, the, Rock. the Rock, and, and like I said, no particular order, Lord of War. Uh, all great movies. National mm-hmm. Treasure, National Treasure 2, and then I'm the going to go that ahead and say that this one that he's coming out with. Yeah. Well, it, it just sounds like something... We, we go back to John Malkovich. Being John Malkovich yeah. was very similar 
of a concept. Like yeah. it was literally just John Malkovich's like conception of himself and creating that movie. So well, I'm very interested. Did you know that John Malkovich is either from somewhere near Aurora or has relatives that live in Aurora now? Huh. I can't remember which it is. That's really interesting. He's got a connection to home, baby. In the region, yeah, the Western Kentucky right, region. Right, right, right. Okay. Oh, yeah, this is absolutely home. It's okay. a wheel spin. You ready, DJ? Let's do it. Get the wheel spin. This might be our last wheel spin. Let's get that money. Um, big no. money, no whammies. Big not, not even close. close. Oh, oh, golly. I needed that for the gas on the way home. I did, too. All right. We'll have to beg for some gas money on the way home. Topic on this one, best metal bands other than Metallica, which frustrates me because I don't like the fact that we, we cherry-picked that. that Metallica was... Okay, well, you know what? Since we're, we, we, tend to, we, we tend to be open here, I, yeah. I, I'd say Metallica. I, I, the only reason that it's like cherry-picking it, so to speak, is it's just so easy to say Metallica is good. That's and true. I know not everybody likes Metallica. Not even everybody likes metal. Yeah. Um, and then there's even the gatekeeping questions of like, well, what is metal? Yeah. Do you listen to the heavy stuff? Like, are yeah. you that metal? Okay. Well, there's different levels of metal. Sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's like death metal. Yeah. And then there's like life metal. You know, there's, there's Christian metal. Right. You know? Yeah. So... Metallica, which has metal in its name. Right. Oh, I'll allow it. I'll, I'm going to make a pass here. Yeah. Is there? Are they a good metal band? I, I think that they definitely are a good metal band. And I think most people, fans of metal, would... Most people. I don't I won't say... I won't speak for all metal fans. But, uh, but it begs the question... You at least give them their homage. What? Huh? You at least give them their homage. Like, right. if you're I not like, I thought you said that they were Amish, and I was so confused. They are Amish. Would've, would've, are they? Yeah, that would have been wild. That would, I do want to hear an Amish Metallica. metal rock band. That'd be awesome. Back to Metallica, though. Back, well, back Metallica is great, but the question I have is, what qualifies as metal? Because I don't like the stuff that's like screaming, that sounds yeah. like it's ripping apart the lead vocalist vocal cords. Yeah. Uh, but like Rage Against the Machine. Okay, so I I would almost say Rage is probably like I like almost pop? I kind of no Rage is not pop, not like a, but there are portions of Nickelback that yeah that are close to metal. That's yeah. I, I'd say I'd say they have moments where they kind of try to attack that electric yeah sound that just like you know just rip rips rib cages apart. Like, mm-hmm. I would say Rage is probably industrial or even borderline like new metal. Okay. Almost. Let's. You know what though? I will say. I want to see how they actually like categorize themselves. We do. Like, what about the '80s hair bands? See, that's that's hair metal, and that's that's okay. sta- and that's stadium rock. I mean, but that's like a that's a that's certainly a genre of metal. So you got pieces and and different portions of metal here. That's where I get confused because used to be when I was little, metal. I guess I get this from my dad is probably where I got that. And it's not like that anymore in my mind. But used to be metal was like screamo, like can't right. understand what they're saying. So. Yes. See, so they actually describe themselves. Well, first of all, they're revolutionary and political. Of course, they describe themselves well, as that. Makes yeah. sense. I, I love Rage Against the Machine. Oh, I do too. But I'd say that they describe themselves rap metal and rap rock or funk metal which i could see funk okay. metal funk yeah they metal. do ha- oh man but they, i mean they do have a nice little bass line yeah in a lot of their songs. but i mean you yeah, i mean that's tom morello man i mean, yeah, I, mean, they, I, mean I mean tom morello is incredible but i would have to say best metal bands other than metallica but i mean obviously metallica you just automatically crown them as like one of the better metal bands i megadeth is in that conversation iron maiden is yeah. in that conversation 
Uh, I mean, you absolutely bring in bands like Seven Dust and, and Rage Against the Machine. Then you got to bring in newer stuff, you know, like obviously, you know, Corn and Limp Biscuit had like that new oh, metal. Man, I love some Limp Biscuit stuff. Yeah, had like that new metal feel in like the mid 90s and early 2000s. Jonathan Davis and Corn are yeah. still rolling What's, now. Uh, Avenged uh, Sevenfold. Avenged Sevenfold. I, I do love a lot of Avenged Sevenfold. It was technically metal back, yeah. you know, uh, back in the day, and, and, and they're still creating. Yeah. music and then and then obviously i mean you, I, i'm not kidding when i say there's christian metal i mean oh, yeah. august burns red is yeah. absolutely christian metal yeah. and they're fabulous and their time signature is absurd huh. you know but then you have like tool that's like industrial yeah but i mean mayor james keenan is absolutely metal i mean it, it, I there's so many different levels of it yeah and just for me because the amount of metal that i digest as far as the music genre, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say that my favorite metal band would be Fleetwood Mac, and I know that's a stretch. <laughs> I know it's a stretch, <laughs> but they do. I mean, you can't argue that at some points they are playing metal instruments. Okay. Okay. Nice, right. Quinn. Well, Quinn has an amazing. Band. If I had that's to pick awesome. one, I'm going back to the hair metal, and oh goodness gracious, I just went completely and totally blank. Well, I mean, uh, there, well, there's Poison, there's Rat, there's Motley Crue. Motley Crue. Motley yeah. Crue uh, is my if, if home sweet home. Yeah. Uh, Alice Cooper. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Hey, you yeah. know who? Cinderella. Yeah. 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 Listen, I hate to wrap that part up, but it looks like if we want to squeeze one more topic in, we can. Let's end on a dice roll. It'd be a dice roll. Holy moly! Let's end on a Let's dice, get the roll. dice roll. Great googly moogly. Yep, and and Ed, if you don't mind. As you roll it, try to do the math like as you're rolling it, just yeah. to speed up the process. Yeah. Oh, 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 man, that just you hate it when it. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I rolled two hundred, so I'm gonna have to say it's the greatest question we've had over these last yeah, two weeks. This is oh, in yeah. the top tier of questions. Um, how many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? I like this. Mm. How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? We should, a number. I've been doing. So, th- I've been doing so much math. I'm gonna have to. You know, take a take a breather for a second, DJ, and I'll tackle it. Mm. You just want me to throw out a number. One elephant. How many chickens would it take to take it down? What age is the elephant? Is it a young male? A full grown elephant. It's a full grown elephant. Full grown. It's a mature elephant. Male or female? Uh, I don't want to. Does that mis- matter? I don't want to be misogynistic here. Well, I feel like a woman would be stronger than the man. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Let's just defending elephant brings to Let's the just table? say that the elephant doesn't, you know, identify with any gender. Okay, so non-binary it's just elephant. elephant. Yes. Full-grown non-binary elephant. So, okay. with that in mind, DJ, how many chickens would it take? I'm gonna have to say at least 25 million. That's high. It's that's what, a high number. It, what what plan of attack? What plan of attack would anything less than 25 million chickens I think have it, against an elephant? I, I'm telling you, and, and I really feel strongly about this, if you get 300 chickens ready to go, that'll do it. I think that 300 chickens done in one stomp. No. The elephants, elephant, what, what is it, elephant? They can Paul? Pack. Is it a hoof? I don't know. That's a good Either way, question. it's That's bigger than, it's, it's far bigger than... I don't uh, think it's Paul. Uh, also, you also got to, how big are the chickens? Are we talking about... They're like, mature chickens as well. So we're talking about like maybe are they male or female chickens? They don't well, identify with genders well. either. Gosh dang it! I think it's three hundred chickens. This is incalculable. There's no way. Three hundred chickens would take down an elephant. Three hundred chickens is imagine lunch. how many That's that would a be. Snack. Imagine how many that would be surrounding an elephant. You get the legs down. It's like whenever in Star Wars they start flying around the the what, listen. What are those things called that walk around and they're very walkers? Tall? The walkers. Listen, they start flying around. So you get chickens. You get chickens down there around the feet. 
of the elephant now trying to trip them up you get one down then they no. start pecking i hey i have worked growing up and my brother works there now our uncle has four chicken barns each chicken barn holds three thousand chickens so that's twelve thousand right there and that's I, a quick math i could walk through each one of those barns and yeah it is that's about the quickest math no, i could but do these chickens i are could angry. slaughter i don't care if they're these angry chickens or are not. angry all right then to make your point a little Man. bit easier to handle, right? Because you're saying 25 million chickens, not even 12,000 apparently would be able the to take down an elephant. Way... Give half of them a butter knife. What is a chicken going to do with a butter knife? It knows how to use it. It's been trained. Okay, well, now we've got a different story. If a chicken knows how to use the weapon, if they have weapons and so they how, can use no, them. Don't, don't get into it. Just chickens with butter knives that know how to use them. Half of them have the butter knife, half of them don't. How many chickens does it take to kill an elephant? Okay, so the chickens on the front line without the butter knife, and then you got the chickens course, coming in yeah. with cavalry with the butter knives. Now <laughs> uh, yeah, we have leadership within the uh, chickens. Yeah, so now we've got there are ranks among okay. the chickens. If they okay. know what they're doing. Uh, yeah, if we're, if we're talking about like not just chickens with their head cut off running around, I, then yeah, I, I'm going to drop it to 10 million. 10 so million. High. That's, That's so really high. high. I think the only chance that any group of chickens is going to have is to suffocate that elephant. No, I said 300 chickens without the butter knife. Yeah, I can't imagine like 25 chickens. I, I mean, I, you guys have both presented some really deep arguments, and the only thing that I can think of, my reference, is the angry chickens from uh, Zelda Link to the Past, Super okay. Nintendo. You know, when Link you know, attacks a chicken, when you attack a chicken, mm -hmm. and then uh, you keep attacking that chicken, it's near his house, you guys have played this game, right? No? Probably. I know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, he attacks a chicken, you can do that, and then all of a sudden these angry chickens start pecking, and they never stop. They kill Link. This is the man that takes down Ganondorf, you know. Which is a big deal. Yeah, yeah, huge okay. deal. And this these chickens take out Link. So I'm thinking about well, if they can take down a man who can rescue the Triforce and save Princess Zelda and yes. take down Ganondorf, how many chickens does it take to take down a really strong elephant? I'm going to have to say like 37. 37 chickens? I'd 37. Say, I, I'm, I'm going to say way less than 10 million. I'm, I'm going the exact other spectrum. I just think chickens can be a menace. 37 well-placed chickens could definitely take out an elephant. Absolutely. I, I think, I just don't. See well, DJ, it's like the Rebel Alliance back at Hoth. Yeah, how many so how many rebels were at Hoth? Just a few hundred. Have you not? And they escaped safely by taking out those chicken walkers. Yes. Have you guys not seen the videos of the elephants? They all they do is like they grab a paintbrush with their trunk and they're painting pictures, literally like visible yeah. pictures. Yeah. So perfect. The chickens are training. The elephants painting, and then they catch them whenever they least expect it. That's a great point. <sighs> You're talking about how smart the elephant is. Yeah. Chickens are so dumb. I'll give you that. I'll give you that, but I just feel like 37 chickens that like run in the way of an elephant. Yeah. And the elephant's going to be like, what the hell is this? It doesn't, it doesn't and then it falls over. Peck an eyeball out. And you're just, you, you got no it. intelligence. I will say elephants, elephants, elephants got some weak points that they can't protect. Yeah. Those love handles. The chickens go for the love handles on the elephant and they're, they're done. You get them down on the ground, it's over. 300 chickens. It so can you get said it. 300. I said 37. You said DJ, 10 million. I said 25 million to start. That's yeah. true. But then 10 you million lower. Chickens you, that can use butter knives. You cut it by quite a bit. Well, maybe we'll put that out and see what the viewership thinks is how many chickens would it take to kill an elephant. Mm -hmm. But that we're going to have to wrap this episode up. So I would love to continue to talk about the chickens. This is devastating. I mean, we're going to eat 15 more episodes. Mm. We won't do part three for now, but we will leave it open for a possibility in the future. Well, you know what? Maybe we can take some reader 
and listener questions. I think that would be really I like good. that. Reader questions on good. Twitter yes. and listener questions for the podcast. So if you enjoyed these episodes, for those who need to know, make sure to send us some messages via the For Those Who Need to Know Twitter or you know or, what you can buy for those who inquire. Buy a stamp. And, and send it. It's and only it. it's only fifty one fifty two cents. Yeah, yeah. We, we touched on that. Have yeah. a glass of milk and send us something using a stamp, and there you go. I think it's a great mm. idea. This has been fun though. I really oh, enjoyed this this podcast crossover event. I'm yeah. sure a lot of people will be just raving about it. For yeah, weeks and on. here's the thing: if you didn't like it, don't tell us. Yeah, we don't Please care. Don't. I don't care. Please don't. Yeah, my, dad, will. my dad tells me he doesn't like my podcast all the time, yeah. and that's enough for me. Yeah. yeah, my dad doesn't tell me anything. I haven't seen him in 31 okay. years. All right. Well, I apologize for bringing up a sore spot, Ed. But that's going to do it for this episode of For Those Who Need to Know. As Ed and DJ try to get it together. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm DJ Craig. <laughs> I'm Edward Marlowe. Oh, no. I'm dying. This has been For Those Who Need to Know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at all you need, the number two, no, zero, zero, at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.